The Lasso Way, Season 2, Episode 8, Man City. Neil, how you doing tonight? Pretty good. That's good. You, you guys dodged Tropical Storm Nicholas in your area for the most part? Yeah, it's it's that time of year. Yeah, we're yeah. watching the golf all the time. But yeah, nothing. Yeah. Very fortunate. You know, yeah. we've been very fortunate the last couple of years as far as hurricane type storms um but yeah it's yeah yeah. that's good we're very lucky yeah do you watch any champions league games this week uh i mean i caught a little bit of the results i mean this early on in the champions league i don't get too invested but yeah there's some good matchups i I think and you know i think today um psg had you know neymar messi and mbappe all on the field together which i think is one of the first, if not the first time they've all been on the field together. And yeah. I don't know, a lot, a lot of the U S guys are kind of uninvolved. Although, you know, some of them are getting goals and stuff like that. Yeah. Never mind. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Do you have to catch the result of the man U game at all? <laughs> Was that Pete, Pete, Pete Fock? Is it, yeah. Did he get a goal? Pete, yeah. He scored the game winner at the death. Yeah. After yeah. they brought, they brought a sub Ronaldo off. And then, so yeah, the, the young boys club beat mighty man. You, um, so yeah, I mean, and I think McKinney got subbed on in his game too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He played over the weekend too. Yeah. Yeah. So his punishment, his punishment for, (laughs) uh, breaking team policy was to get more time for his club because he was well rested, but yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's better than what Christian got, I guess. Uh, he just got a knock and he's not able to play for a couple weeks here, it sounds like, for Chelsea. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be rested for the beginning yeah. of October. Yeah. But, but, yeah, obviously I'm not as invested in the Champions League as, as you are. But, uh, yeah, there's <laughs> quite, a, quite a few of the guys, you know, didn't really play because, yeah, you know, they, they played a lot over the international break, which – managing those guys minutes which i also in other soccer news it sounds like fifa is trying to have more world cups There's, yeah and it sounds like they're getting some pushback on it though which i'm really glad yeah. about but yeah i think you know more games on these guys legs is is crazy they don't get any break as it is yeah well and part of the thing that makes the world cup so intriguing now it's 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 scarcity right it only happens once every four and to do them every like every two i don't know it just it wouldn't be as fun for me i don't think but you know know. i mean we would both tune in but like yeah i mean like it would just be not i mean really the world cup is a almost a two-year-long process right like yeah the qualification is so like it would be just I think the the qualification was going to be truncated too, but like you also have the Euros and, you know, uh, you know, gold cup and, you know, some new made up nations league (laughs) tournaments and things like that. So I don't know. It just, it doesn't, doesn't appeal to me much, but I think we need to figure out a way to make sure these guys are fresh for the world cups that we have and not add more, but yeah. Well, and I think I saw that, UEFA was like 
um, saying they might boycott if, if they went through with that, actually. I don't know if they'd actually do that or not, but um, that'd be interesting, I guess. Yeah. But, but, yeah. So, well, should we get into this week's episode? Sure. Got any, got any general thoughts about the episode before we get into it? I think, you know, we, we wrapped up last week's episode having a hard time really putting our finger on the best episode. But, like, after the first two episodes of this season, I think they've all just gotten a little bit better. Um, yeah. Every ep- well, At least it, it's, it's almost, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, at least in your mind, the one that you're with at the time is, is the best one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. After we got through the rough patch of the first two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is this one the best one of the season so far for you? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said what I said. It just seems like it yeah. all just every, every week it's better. Um, yeah. I mean, not to jump ahead too much, <laughs> but we do. Um, when you when you watch one episode, you gotta get a preview of next week's episode. And I think next week's epi- episode is kind of one of those standalone ones. You yeah. know, like the Christmas episode was totally added after the fact. And I think next week's is a standalone. So that, like a lot of our storylines, are probably gonna get left left aside yeah. uh, in next yeah. in next week's episode. If I had to guess, um, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it could be a lot of fun too. get a, get a break yeah. from some of this heavy stuff we're kind of going yeah. through and maybe, maybe make it more light and uh, just uh, entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I wanted to cover the on-field action from this episode first, because I know we talked about it, I think in like a bonus episode and like off of this podcast too, like it was a huge spoiler for us in the trailer when they included, you know, Wembley and that the boys were going to be playing in Wembley and uh, they just got shit kicked at Wembley Wembley in this episode pretty much which was interesting Um, well it seems like they they gave us that teaser to get our heads going even before the season starts that that they're going to win the FA FA Cup which couldn't be further from what what happened I mean they had a good run I think they you know a a club of their size would be pleased with the showing they had up until the shellacking um, against, yeah. um, you know, their nemesis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is a pretty tough nemesis to have with the payroll that they have available to them. But. <laughs> yeah. What did you, th- what did you think about them all being so mesmerized by Wembley? Like, especially Jamie a- too. That was the best on field action. So I, I decided to watch, um, Hoosiers, you know, that part of Hoosiers, uh, not, the okay. whole, not, the whole, not the whole show, which is, it's a great show, but I mean, they were really calling back to that. Obviously it didn't go as smooth as Norman Dale's, <laughs> you know, yeah. you'll, you'll find that this is the same size pitch as uh, back home. And, and, you know, Ted has <laughs> ex- explained that, no, no, it isn't the same size. This is actually a little bit bigger. And, uh, you know, yeah. you thought you think uh, Live Aid, I think, is what he talks about yeah. happened here, and that didn't happen no. here either. I mean, like he's he's totally undercut Old. every step of the way. Like, yeah. yeah, close your eyes and look around. Even from the beginning, <laughs> it's just like his speech yeah. did not go off well. But um, yeah. I thought it was good, and the way uh, Jamie at the end <laughs> yells Richmond, 
you know, like they really set, I mean, they really set you up for big expectations in that game. Oh yeah. And then crush it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like the music they play during the game match or the game footage too, like, I think, you know, almost immediately, it's not going to go well. Like they had the jaws theme, uh, as they're uh, getting on the pitch. Did you notice that? Yeah. There's like, yeah, yeah, there's like a, you know, like, Who's the yeah. middle in this situation? Yeah, exactly. And uh, we 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 find Ted doing his breathing exercise from Doctor Sharon, though. Um, and we we do find out some useful information in this game stuff, right? He tells the rest of the coaches that this wasn't uh, you know food poisoning um, that he had to leave the last game for and that stuff, but uh, which which prompts some pretty funny confessions from the rest of the coaches. I, I thought uh, Higgins is like choking on his own spit again. Cause <laughs> he, he messed up a transfer deadline time zone issue and uh, stopped him from being able to sign a striker. But uh, did you have any of the, any favorites from the coaches, other um, uh, confess confessions, the, the, the pregame confessional. Um, I think I like Roy's. Yeah, you know, probably the best, you know, but I mean, he's a favorite. So like, you know, the, yeah. you know those scouting reports, I don't look at them. <laughs> They're boring and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I won't I, ever do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Nate's is, is on brand with his character from last year. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's like, yeah, I don't know, afraid to say things and just leaks yeah. them out and makes it look like he came up with things spontaneously. I don't know. It was good. It was good, yeah. you know, the way they addressed it, you know, they, you know, they, they didn't make, make uh, Ted feel bad and they used it as an opportunity to confess some things that yeah. they uh, maybe misled on. Yeah. And I think we've maybe talked about it in a different episode here, but I think it even makes it, it drives it home a little bit more in this one, but don't you feel like Nate's going to spill the beans on this at some point? Like he's going to, he's going to out Ted, I think uh in terms of having a panic panic attack like somebody is and nate's nate's the most likely to me but um we'll see um i did a couple things nate did during the game i thought were pretty damn funny like they're just getting shellacked they're down three to zero he's like it's never too late to park the bus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just thought that was pretty funny. And he and Roy were still arguing about either putting on strikers or parking the bus. And Ted just kind of like, is cheering them on still. But uh, so th- they were set up for failure too. like looking back at this episode and, and, and stuff, you know, just like, like they weren't even taking training seriously the week of the game. Oh yeah. Like yeah. you're the underdog in, in this situation. Like you'd think, you know, training would be pretty important. And, you know, like Ted's popping out to go pick up a coworker and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Friendly, friendly colleague. And then he leaves it for Roy and then Roy has an emergency. He has a call out and then default yeah. just falls on Nate. I just like, you think there would have yeah. been a little more preparation the week before the biggest match in your club's history. But yeah, yeah, the, the, the match isn't as important as, but we did get to see nate call the ref uh a dickless wonder though um the biggest thing though from the game really and arlo white says it like at least sam's hair looked good right (laughs) 
which I'm well, sure we'll talk about later, but that was pretty good. I, I think we've talked about the game long enough. I mean, like the haircut is, is maybe the star of, of this episode. Like, and I think yeah. Isaac is, is, I mean, I guess the captain of Richmond is, ends up being the coolest guy yeah. you know, in Richmond. Cause like, and it's all in the center of the locker room always like, yeah, you know, Isaac's <laughs> Santa Claus throne, and now the throne yeah. of the haircut, like in the way it's yeah. lit. I mean, it's just like pretty iconic icon- shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Absolutely. altar of Isaac. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, you only get one haircut per season, and he's an artist with those clippers. And Danny is saving his for marriage or his circumcision, which yeah. I, th- I thought was pretty good too. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that, that was pretty awesome. But, um, and, and that scene kind of starts with Sam kind of, he gets a phone call from his dad after Jamie gets a phone call from his dad who uh, Jamie's dad seems nice. Don't you think? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not at all. And, and Jamie's think- kind of looked, Go ahead. I think Jamie says in the episode that, you know, anytime he's presented with a, a, a way of doing things, he always does it, you know, the dick way, you know, I don't know yeah. exactly what he said, but yeah. you know, like yeah. he always pretty much, you know, <laughs> goes the, yeah. the, 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 the wrong way when presented with the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he just says option. he's just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you can choose, you just choose to be a dick, but. Uh, but he's kind of looking on to Sam and kind of envious, I think, um, of his relationship with his dad, it looks like, because his dad calls him to talk about how proud he is of him for getting uh, cerithium oil to stop operating in Nigeria, right? Sure. And yeah. Yeah. Sam, is, Sam is the butterfly who flapped its wings and made that happen yeah. uh, all those episodes ago. But uh, yeah, and so, I mean, this also kind of prompts Sam to shoot his shot on banter a little bit to extend a dinner invite to none other than Rebecca Welton. Um, and she accepts, which um, leads to one of the bigger payoffs of the season thus far. But, but yeah, um, I mean, Jamie's ignoring his call from his dad is envious, but I mean, his dad's still hounding him for tickets for the semifinal and he does finally go get them. But like, and, and Higgins gives some pretty good advice on, on the dad situation as always. But yeah, um, I mean, his dad shows up to the semifinal wearing city gear and, and like actively cheering for city too. Sure. And his son, son plays on Richmond. I mean, and all, the guys and all just, the, all the people around him are, you know, friends and family, most likely of, you know, Richmond yeah. players. Yeah. 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 But I mean, Jamie finally, had enough of him in the post game and kind of pops off and punches him after he speaking to him pretty poorly and calling him a pussy, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, he was, he was pretty unrelenting in his, you know, making fun of Richmond in their own locker room after the game. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, the way. Yeah. Yeah. You know who that reminded me of the note I made about that? His dad is exactly him from season one and earlier this season, really. Like, sure. Um, so, so, so his dad is is a bit like how Jamie would have been if he not 
if not for Ted Lasso, right? Like, yeah. And, yeah. and Roy and Roy Kent. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about that now or do you want to, do you want to save that? I mean, <laughs> Oh, I mean, I, I guess you're in it. Like, you know, he punches out his dad and, you know, seems yeah. to may, maybe the first time he's really stood up to his, his father yeah. and, you know, kind of breaks down and Roy immediately yeah. comes over and gives him a hug. I don't, I don't see Roy as much of a hugger, but yeah, he no. swoops in and comforts. Yeah. Jamie. Yeah, absolutely. That was, uh, it was getting a little dusty downstairs when we were watching that. I think, I don't, I don't know what was in the air, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was a good moment. Uh, those two have certainly come a long way from season one, two, then I guess, huh? But, uh, yeah, that was awesome to see that. It was a little bit, uh, kind of goodwill hunting scene when Matt Damon's character kind of finally breaks down and the bearded Robin Williams comes over and, uh, gives him somebody to hug, I guess. But, uh, I, yeah, that was, I mean, Twitter was blown up with that. That's, that's gotta be a high moment of the season thus far. Does it not? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't really buy it, to be honest. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I didn't think their relationship came that far along, but it was good to see, you know, maybe, maybe their relationship took a leap, you know, look, well, what do we, what do we, two episodes, maybe, no, last episode, he just started, uh, was last episode, The Signal? No, that, that was two episodes ago. At any rate, he's yeah. just started coaching Jamie, like fairly yeah. recently. And yeah. uh, now they're hugging, so. Well, but you don't you don't think Roy's journey in this episode brought him to do that, though? Because, I mean, he's like almost breaking down, finding out that he's rubbing off in Phoebe in bad ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's he's feeling very fatherly in this episode and uh, seeing Jamie break down like this, just maybe he was picturing Phoebe and uh, how he wishes he could do more for her. Uh, so I don't know. I I, I, I think. I just love the lines that you're drawing on this. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is the part that you're not buying. Like, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, st <laughs> you're still okay with the American football coach coming over to coach Premier League, but sure. we're not going to assign emotion to the CGI character. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> that's where well, we're drawing the line. <laughs> I mean, I think we've covered this. Uh, you know, we dis disagree a little bit with that scene, but like, um, let's go to. <laughs> The conference with Phoebe's teacher. You mentioned it. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, Roy. Roy is the only one that can go to Phoebe's school when she gets into trouble, and yeah. and comedy ensues. You know, like just that on paper alone, <laughs> I'm sure makes some people laugh. And you know, yeah. like he can't he can't really contain himself even when he Phoebe's in trouble for swearing, but it's really. Everybody is really getting on Roy for swearing and teaching yeah. Phoebe to do it. But, uh, but we, I think we do get some useful information out of that scene though. Right. Um, you know, we, we find out, you know, what's going on with Phoebe's dad. Um, you yeah. know, Roy eloquently. Um, <laughs> He's a living teacher. teacher shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that, that was good. But, um, and you know, it's always lingered in my mind, like, Roy spends a lot of time with his his niece and he doesn't control his language whatsoever. Did it did, did is that rubbing off on Phoebe? And we definitely find out that it is. Yeah. And yeah. uh but we're, but but we're, we're working on it. <laughs> Phoebe is her, not her, Roy. Yeah. Yeah. 
The uh, her insult to this kid's pretty good though. I mean, he's a bully, as she says later. She calls him an apathetic shit fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I don't know how old Phoebe is. I guess, but what is she? What was she playing U nines or U tens last year? So, um, yeah, that's pretty good. But she's essentially getting suspended, and she's pretty actually she's excited to go home and spend it with uncle Roy, I think <laughs> after yeah. he just gets, after he just gets this talking to from the teacher and she asks him to go, if they can go get ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Which they are going to get too, by the way. Oh, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So he certainly doesn't seem to be able to tell her no, but um, after he corrects himself, after just saying, you know, fuck no, he then kind of goes, F no with a finger wag. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could watch that on a loop all day. And I think yeah. I'd laugh every single time because yeah. it's, it's just hilarious because yeah. he's clearly like just doesn't know how to turn it off, obviously. Um, but I think he does kind of seem to convince Phoebe that she must stop uh, if she wants to be a, a veterinarian for wild animals or whatever it is that she wants to do. <laughs> which which is a fun interaction too but uh but yeah but at the end of it it's kind of when he breaks down about like seeming that he he's he's worried that he's infecting her with like the worst parts of him but uh she has a good perspective on that and she says like you know i can do this stuff without swearing but the reason i said something to this kid was because i was standing up to bullies and that's kind of what you've taught me to do so so yeah Roy, Roy is a good fatherly figure minus the language. <laughs> sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's, that's pretty good. But um, do you want to cover uh, Sam and Rebecca or you want to do that last um, and cover Ted, Sharon and Ted next? Because Sharon had, had uh, quite an episode this, this time. Yeah, let's just jump into that, I guess. I mean, I love how it kind of opens with her. Like we get a yeah. a. a a peek behind the curtain of her her personal life you know a lot yeah. in this episode and uh you know she's talking to her therapist you know and talking to her about ted and having a really interesting discussion that her therapist yeah. kind of draws parallels between uh, the two of them which which was which was interesting you know you know that she uses her intelligence to kind of keep people at bay and ted uses humor in a similar way but yeah i thought that was yeah. good um the, Turn, the turns accident. out Ted, yeah. I was just going to say, it turns out that Ted might be her tormentor as well, a little bit, uh, in in terms of the line that she used. But uh, but yeah, uh, before you get to the bike accident, I was a little, it was a little too close to home for her to say that Ted rips off like some obscure references that's you know very specific to a forty year old white man from Middle America. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. She's talking about me. I don't know if I appreciate this, but, uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty good, but, uh, but yeah, she gets, she gets hit by a car uh, rather violently and we don't know because then we just cut to the credits. We don't know exactly what's happened to Dr. Sharon. So, um, but yeah, we, we opened back up that scene with Ted being envious of universal healthcare that they have over there. Uh, and somehow Ted's the one that picks her up from the hospital. <laughs> um well, I guess, I mean, that's kind of explained later. I mean, it seems like she sends him a bunch of voice notes or something like that is what they say. I don't know exactly yeah. 
what, what's going on there, but like, I guess like voice text or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she says, but that's, so I guess that's how he finds out and, uh, you know, yeah. go, goes to her aid to pick her up. Yep. Absolutely. It's what it certainly what it sounds like, but, uh, and Ted is still characterizing the relationship differently than, than she would. Um, yeah. friends, friends, they, they settle on friendly colleagues, but, uh, but yeah, so he he kind of spies on her a little bit as he walks her home. He's like checking out her place, going in, like looking at her yeah. books and finds out she drinks quite a bit. And uh, yeah, it's uh, that was kind of interesting. I don't know. Um, he, what did he you was think like a, about that? Yeah, he's like a P.I. Like he's like <laughs> going going in rooms and peeking in there and like yeah. you say, picking up, picking up books and. You know, yeah. I, I, and even making judgy comments about, you know, her drinking and stuff like that too. It's yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's very, very unTed Lasso like, but yeah. I guess know thy, out... tor- know thy tor- tormentor. I guess yeah. I and yeah, you got to get got to get a look behind the curtain, like you say. So uh, we do find out that thankfully Ted still hates tea, so that's good to know. Um, although. Earlier in the episode, we found out that Beard was drinking some tea at Jane's house um, and inadvertently got high on shrooms as a result of it. But uh, Ted seems to take offense to the fact that Beard's drinking tea, but Ted still hates it. He, uh, he'd rather have some Kyrie Irving flat tap water um, instead. But, uh, but yeah, as, as Ted's walking her home and you know, kind of getting her back to see that she's okay because she's got a concussion and all these things, like, She's clearly not taking the advice of her therapist and is remaining cold and blocked off to him. Like she doesn't seem to want any part of opening up to Ted, which was the last thing we kind of heard her therapist tell her in terms of to kind of make some progress with him. So, um, but Ted finally gets her to laugh when he keeps checking in on her. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. The slink blade voice and, uh, the have you been feeling dizzy or nauseous voice that he uses. Um, but yeah, thought that was interesting. But and on, the, on that call, she does kind of open up to him a bit, right? Like she, yeah. she said, she says something to the effect of, you know, like biking is her happy place. And, um, you know, that was kind of shattered with that, with that accident today. Um, yeah. She didn't know if she'd, you know, be able to get, get back, get back on the bike and uh, that sort of thing. So uh, yeah. that was good. And, you know, Ted later swoops in with, you know, a new bicycle, you know, encouraging yep. her, I guess, to, to get back at it. So, yeah, um, but that's good. Well, and I think, I think the most crucial part of Ted's part of this episode is that she's thanking him for that bicycle after he calls her after the locker room incident, because he's finally ready to kind of open up some, some old wounds that he thinks might have something to do with sure. uh, why he is the way he is. But, uh, but yeah, so, so we, she's thanking him for that bicycle and he's, he's saying that his, you know, his dad killed himself when Ted was 16. Um, so that, that's kind of a big revelation. I guess I didn't well, see that one coming. We had the parallels uh, with the dad stuff. And, you know, I think that's one thing that yeah. triggers Ted uh, to oh, yeah. actually make the call. And then, you know, Sharon opening up to him kind of made that an option too, right? So like those two things yeah. together probably prompted yeah. him to to make some progress and really look at some of the stuff that 
that he maybe hasn't dealt with. Um, yeah. That, that's kind of maybe causing some of these panic attacks to occur, but, but yeah. 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 I mean, more and more, this is, this is less and less a show about uh, AFC Richmond than it is just about kind of <laughs> like human interactions, it seems almost, but because uh, like I said, the FA cup thing is like a throwaway couple minutes here and they just got stomped a little bit, but, but uh, the main event of this episode, if I may be so bold, <laughs> uh, and, and obviously the Ted thing is a pretty main event too, but uh, Sam and Rebecca wind up in the same restaurant uh, one night. <laughs> what, uh, what were your thoughts on this? I mean, it uh, took a, a while to figure it out. I mean, like everything was kind of, you yeah. know, they were both at the restaurant. Didn't seem super busy there, you know. Yeah. They, they didn't really put it together, you know? Yeah. I, I wonder if Keely maybe even put it together before, before she did, but well, anyway. that, and that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think Keely has put it together or like, is it going to come up in some other way that Keely pieces this together when she's being cagey about who the hell it is? Because uh, we'll, I guess we'll see. I mean, I feel like she's going to tell Keely. I mean, I mean, they're pretty, so? they're yeah. pretty tight. I mean, like, they're, t- they're talking about um, code words for bathrooms Yeah, uh, to go, yeah. you know, like when you have to take a dump, what do you tell people? <laughs> like they're, they're giving that, that information up. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think she's going to keep that from her, from her, but yeah, it was interesting that, that it did take them a while. I mean, they both saw each other, you know, hanging out at the bar, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, they, you know, Sam, you know, as, as usual, you know, complimented her and how stunning she looked and all that yeah and then you know they turn turn around and go about their business and you know you know sam's texting away on the banter app to see her (laughs) eta and you know she hears it um which is i think the most shocking thing is he's 21 which we didn't really know his age which that's crazy young and i think she's quite shocked (laughs) i think she calls herself a pedophile and (laughs) Uh, yeah, uses herself of grooming him, which I don't <laughs> think is really possible, you know, based on the non anonymous interactions. Yeah. But it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, she, I mean, she, she and she kind of just throws down right away, right? And they're like, "Yeah, this can't happen." She's she's uh, wanting to leave, I guess. But like, do you kind of think that Sam was hoping it was her the second he saw her a little bit because? He's, he's always seemed to have been um, happy to be around Rebecca, to say the least. Sure. Um, yeah, th- there's been a chemistry there. Um, but, you know, based on, you know, their, their relationship, I, I mean, you really couldn't go there. Uh, but the, I guess they've had all these, you know, conversations, you know, via banter. So it's kind of broke down that wall. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, that'll be interesting. You know, that'll be a fun line in a future episode you know, you know, in that bar, I hoped it was you or something like that. Very, yeah. very rom, rom commy, uh, you know, type, yeah. type, uh, quote that, that might come later, but yeah, it was good. And I, you know, I like the fact that we didn't really hear much of what happened on the date. I just like the montage yeah. of, you know, yeah. just a very, very pleasant, very easy. I mean, it wasn't like a normal blind date yeah. type interaction. Yeah. They seemed, very comfortable around each other immediately um yeah. and they do a good job of, of showing that in that in that montage but 
Well, and the haircut's getting more love in that scene too, because I believe she compliments on his haircut. So for sure, uh, yeah. Isaac Isaac truly is an artist. So um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah, um, Sam walks her home and is again reminded that it's it's not a date. Um, but she she gives him a kiss good night. I don't so, something's yeah. going on here. Um, but then immediately kind of says never again. So. Um, and, and Sam kind of presumptuously says, yeah, I probably shouldn't come in because we have a big game and we both need our rest. So um, I, I don't know what he was planning to do, but he was planning to use a lot of energy, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so but then, I mean, we the game obviously happens and Sam gets interviewed uh, and we see it as the interview is happening. But Rebecca's watching it on TV. But as it's but- happening. Go yeah, ahead. she walks she walks by as it's happening. Yeah, yeah which I think is yeah. an important point, right? Because it seems to informed his he's he's drawing parallels <laughs> between what happened in the game and you know the kind of risk you need to take in life sometimes. And yeah. I don't know, it's just it was yeah, his 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 post-game losing <laughs> uh interview seemed to be more about his blind date than yeah. the actual game. Well, that's, but, that's what I was gonna ask is like is he answering the question that was asked of the interviewer or is he just like speaking to Rebecca directly at that point? I mean, sure. you know, we gave it everything we had for me. That's okay. But you know, what's worse is to not try at all yeah. to try is scary because you end up losing a lot. And then the last part, like, but you have to put your heart out there. Otherwise, what is the point? Like <laughs> he's not talking, he's not talking about a football match at all. Um, and, but I mean, He's shooting his shot again, right? And it seems to work because uh, I, you know, I, I don't think he's that calculated. I think you know he was just inspired, and that's what was on his mind. I, you know, I think it's. I mean, okay, it's another stop, stop. It's another, it's another you set know. of, it's another set of coincidences that she even saw the interview. Okay, the dude is waiting outside of her house. <laughs> Yeah. after she he's not that calculated he's literally waiting on her front steps like sure. i mean that, that that's uh, uh that's nobody's, pretty... nobody's nobody's that calculated okay so what time does the sports go on on bbc2 or whatever so she's gonna watch that at this time and i'll just be waiting outside the door i, I don't know yeah I, okay so it's it's either calculated or creepy then. Cause you're just saying he was waiting outside of her house, like the entire night. Like, and I can't, I can't put him in the creepy category because it's, it's only she, creepy if she didn't, she didn't want him to come in and she did. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know if that works for the neighbors calling the cops on him, but sure. uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, so we glossed over it, but she goes from banter just to straight up text with him though, which yeah, was uh, a, a big move in the relationship. We're and, practically uh, engaged now. <laughs> yeah. He, he responds with his address. Uh, and I mean, she opens the door and he's there. And like, the, he just gives the biggest smile. I think it was just so funny to me. And uh, he walks in and kisses her and says that his address was given for next time. Yeah. So uh, this is, unless if we have another like warp speed ahead, like this is going to be around for a little while, I think. Um, I, I, I'm sure there are a ton of haters out there that think it's dumb, but, uh, I kind of loved it. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good payoff for that, that storyline. I thought. 
for what for what started as uh you know just a weird throwaway banter side promotion from keely but i don't know if you had any you think it was a good payoff is this what you were expecting for this i mean i don't think it was what anybody was expecting you know like you know we we were expecting it you know after we found out that you know it was the two of them but uh you know it took us a little while to get get there and yeah it's it was uh, a good meeting they had a there's a love connection there <laughs> absolutely but sam, sam is yeah. a mastermind yeah absolutely yeah i think yeah i mean he he absolutely was come on now but uh yeah it'll be it'll be fun to watch that play out though but yeah um i didn't really have a lassoism for this one we haven't done that very much this whole season though so did you have any 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 quote that stuck out stuck out excuse me uh yeah no i didn't i didn't write down any uh note on a lassoism from another character uh, you could probably pluck one out of uh higgins's talk with jamie you know yeah Fa- think, fathers I, and I sons I, fathers and yeah. sons they should write songs about it maybe or something like that i don't know yeah well and i think he had that comment about i try to love my dad for who he is and like forgive him who he for who he isn't i thought that was pretty good but yeah. uh i i higgins just lives in a different world than me kind of sure <laughs> so to say the least but uh his office his office situation is probably the worst it's ever been like that that janitor's closet they that he's in now is just but he's (laughs) he's as happy as ever like he yeah he's uh absolutely pleased pleased as can be he could he could just uh, if he spills something he can just clean it up right away because he's got all the stuff he needs but and he, he makes the comment that he's just he's just there until his office exists, I believe is what he says, yeah. which which is pretty good. But <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, I mean, you talked about it at the beginning, but we end this we end this episode kind of uh, well, we end it with Sam and Rebecca, but like we're going to end this podcast episode with Beard is just not he's he, he needs to do something to get this loss off of his head. So he's going to go he's going to go shake this off and. near Wembley uh, apparently because he's walking uh, it seems like and uh, I think we're going to get a little insight into (laughs) some of the other obscure quotes we've had from him in terms of you know I hope he doesn't get he gets paid to bite people and those types of things like how how deep are how deep are we going on the 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 night out with beard uh i forget that the next episode's called do you, do you recall what it's what it's named i don't even remember but it is called uh, beard, after beard after hours beard after yeah. hours there you yeah. go <laughs> so yeah like it seems like he's definitely gone on these vision quest type things before <laughs> and it, it, it seems like him and ted like have an understanding that you know sometimes beard just has to go out and do beard things but you know yeah. it also sounds like it's not out of the realm of possibility that Ted would go along, but yeah. I, I don't, got, I don't know if, if he could do FaceTime his kid for this one. So yeah. not able to do that, but yeah. As a, as a premier league, now a championship league, you know, coach, I don't think Ted or beard could really get away with this without the tabloids snapping some picks, but I yeah. don't know. Maybe that happens too. Who knows? Yeah. Any of the above. I'm sure it does. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see 
Um, are we are we going to see other characters from the show, or is it a just total beard on his own type uh, episode too? That'll that'll be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. it. It seems like it might be a uh, a complete departure from some of the storylines we've been following so intently yeah. the last few episodes. But yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But I will say I, I have low expectations for it at the same time. Oh, um, no. Yeah. It's good to have low expectations because it's harder sure. to be let down then. Sure. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't have real high expectations for it. But because I, I want to revisit, I mean, I, I, does this mean that we have a whole episode of not seeing what's going on with uh, Sam and Rebecca and all of this stuff? So, um, and with them a week apart. I don't know, but well, it'll be good. I, there's only there's only three episodes left. Yeah. Well, that's right. Well, I think there's twelve or there's four. There's four episodes. This is episode eight. After, so not a, after this one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After after beard, after hours, there's three left. So, yeah, it's uh, it's winding down, but. I mean, it has to be good enough that they gave him his own breakoff episode, right? I mean, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it'll be good. So, anything else you want to say about this one before we wrap it up? Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, it just seems like you know everybody's, you know, working on themselves and improving. It seems like. I mean, it, I guess the only character we want to see kind of evolve is is uh, Nate. Nate's. Nate needs some help, but he doesn't have much yeah. time to get there this season, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully he does. He's still got to get into Sharon's office. I think he's the last one to, to get there. I think. Yeah. But, uh, or at least the last one to get there that seems to need it the most, but we'll see. Everybody keeps saying that he has a great story arc in this season. So right now it's not much of an arc. It's just kind of a, <laughs> a straight line. So we'll, we'll see, but all right well that's it for today until we do it again live life the lasso way 